Hi everyone, I'm Gary Lewis and welcome to the Geo Podcast. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking about why I think dikes are awesome. So firstly, what is a dike? Well, a dike is an igneous intrusion that is like a sheet of rock that's been injected into the surrounding rocks along an existing crack or fracture. So you end up with this planar feature and it can be made up of many different types of igneous rocks, but the most common one that we find in nature, the rock type is basalt, which is a fine grain igneous rock that contains very little silica and therefore no quartz. So when fresh, we end up with this like black material that is cutting through the other rocks. Basaltic dikes are fairly common. When you drive around almost anywhere in the world, you can find these dark rocks cutting through the existing rocks, especially in things like road cuts or sea cliffs. And because these dikes are cutting through the existing rocks, we can tell that the dike is much younger than the existing rocks because those existing rocks had to be in place for then the molten material to be squeezed up into them. Normally, these dikes have formed because of some tectonic movement of the rocks, either continents colliding, continents moving apart from each other, and so on. Because there's been some sort of tectonic event, you can end up with lots of dikes in an area all of the same age cutting through the same rocks. Because these igneous rocks contain radioactive minerals, we're actually able to find an absolute age for these dikes because we can take those minerals and analyse them and work out their age due to the radioactive decay of the radioactive minerals that they can contain. And so dikes are important because they can give us a dating age for some tectonic event. But one of the things I find really cool is to get up close and personal to the dike and have a look at what has been happening to the dike itself when it was intruded into the surrounding rocks. Because the surrounding rocks were much colder than the molten rock, often with a dike we get what is called a chilled margin on the edges of the dike where it was touching those cold rocks. Not only did the heat of the molten rock sort of cook up or metamorphose the existing rocks on either side of the dike, but also those colder rocks cooled the minerals down much, much faster on the edge of the dike, making them more fine-grained. So if that's what has happened on the margins of the dike, often you can go into the centre of the dike and you can actually find a zone where the crystals have had time to grow and you can actually see them with the naked eye. Most of the other crystals that are in the dike rocks are so fine that you need to be able to look under a microscope to be able to see them. Now, so far I've been talking about dikes where you can actually see the dike rock in place, but that's not always the case. In some places, the material that formed the dike has been less resistant to weathering and erosion than the surrounding rocks. So the dike material is completely weathered out and you get left with a trench where the dike used to be. We call these a negative feature on the landscape. So negative feature means that you've ended up with a depression rather than with something that rises up out of the ground. So when the dike material 
is more resistant than the surrounding rocks, the surrounding rocks weather and erode away, leaving the dike standing up, and that makes it a positive feature on the landscape. And it's often these positive features that end up becoming state or national parks because it is a very dominant feature in the landscape, like radiating dikes out from Shiprock in Arizona or other ones that I've seen around the world with names like the Knife's Edge or the Devil's Backbone. And all of these features were dikes. So my fascination with dikes started from when I was a child and we used to go on holidays to a place called South Durris, which is in New South Wales, Australia. On the headland at South Durris, which is called Wasphead, there is a dike that is cutting through Permian-aged beds. And on one side of the cliff, that dike is a negative feature. It forms a trough. But if you then walk around to the other side of the cliff, the dike hasn't weathered out. It's not really forming a positive feature, but you can see the dike material in place. It's got chilled margins, so the existing rock got cooked, and then the basalt was fine-grained where it cooled quickly. And what that looks like now is a little lump that takes place on the edge of the dike that's sort of brown, looks rusty. And in the center of the dike, you can see little crystals. And in a way, it was that very feature, that dike, that got me hooked on geology. So that's it for this episode about dikes. But if you want to find out more about things to do with earth science, please come visit us at geoetc. So that's G-E-O-E-T-C.com. If you're a school teacher, you'll find classroom activities, posters, videos there. Or you come and join us on one of our trips that we take somewhere around the world, Iceland, Hawaii, Italy, Australia, etc., where you can see some of these things for yourselves. But for now, keep on rocking. Thank you.